a pitch deck is pretty much the thing that you had to do in school. So it's it's amazing to me in because school. now I know that I can always come back to any students that I have. And if I give them a PowerPoint presentation and they go uh, tell me, oh, well, you, well, you ever use this in real life? It's like, the heck you wouldn't. You know, this is how like multi-million dollar movies get made. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by NBN's African American Historical News Journal. Give the gift of knowledge as the drive for five starts now. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val the Voice Johnson. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, and I'm feeling good. It's a new year, a new season, and a new dawn. Time for some new moves. Many skills in elementary and high school are supposed to be the basis for our careers and work lives in adulthood. The dreams we held close to the chest as children can be fully realized as grown-ups when we collaborate. Listen up. My intention, not New Year's resolution, and word for this year is collaboration. 2022 will be the year where the childhood dreams of both myself and executive producer Michael Womble will come into fruition. Welcome to Making the Movie Part 3, where we discuss the importance of project management, the knowledge of streaming platforms, and in filmmaking circles, the pitch deck. Michael, it's the start of the new year and 2022. You ready for this year? Am I ready for 2022? Yeah. I'm ready for whatever comes next. Okay. I I need something to come next. You need something to come next. Like, like what, like what? Tell what would you like to come next? Well, right now? you know, there was a uh, a year of just trying to um, to stay uh, afloat. Just the heavy tides came in. Uh, the waves were, were quite uh, large, uh, unexpected. And then after that, then you want to try to just uh, maintain. You know, stay stay above water. So now that those two things have come in succession, being 2020 and then 2021, now I, I'd like to actually like, you know, uh, swim to shore or at least swim to the big boat or wherever the next thing is. Uh, so I, I'm ready for that. Uh, we, we talked in last year about trying to put together a project. Uh, I think we called it, what do you call it, Project X, something along those lines, um, putting it, yeah, right, X, right, right, X, putting it X. together, and um, I think that the time is now, I've made some steps forward, um, had some informal meetings, and put uh, some ideas together, and one of the first things that we 
need to get together, put together, is something called the, um, what's it called? It's called the, the uh, pitch deck. So the pitch deck. So this is something that was passed along to us by one of the friends of our show. There's lots of information there. Uh, some of it is helpful. Some of it is not helpful. Some of it's realistic. Some of it's too realistic. Um, there's a certain level of, of what I would call um, confidence and mm -hmm. a, mm -hmm. a bit of arrogance that kind of has to be present to do something like create art. Because in a way, you're saying that the thing that I want to express is so important that everyone should see it. Mm. And, and, and there, there is a bit of confidence and arrogance that comes with that, which I think for you know a lot of people, and even someone like you, uh, Valerie, is kind of goes against your nature a little bit because you tend to be kind of a humble person. You, you do a lot of good things, but you don't seek out credit for it. Um, you want to be helpful to people. A lot of those things are behind the scenes stories, you know, but there are a lot of things, you know, that are out there, but to do, be an artist at, at a very high level or higher level than what we've done up to this point, you really have to think that like, I'm good and everybody should know it. Uh, one video I was watching, there was a uh, gentleman there who is, you know, has his own company and it's done some you know had some success some real success um in this kind of area and one of the things that he says and he's trying to kind of like i guess bring people to reality though but that maybe are too far they're too delusional and it says like why would why would netflix want you like why would they let you in the room and to a point with that like, what is it that's so special about what you have someone want to whatever so special? And, yeah. you know, that's a question that can kind of break somebody down if they're not really prepared for it, you know? Like, oh, okay. You know, who am I? I haven't directed a $200 million movie. Um, you know, I haven't won all of these awards. So why would that? Because I think back, you know, talk to us in the basis of Project X. I mean, what did you think? I mean, this was, what was that, 10 years ago, you said, when you were in California and, you know, you, you were the person in the room and they were taking the pitch from you. What makes me special enough to walk into that room? The first big goal that you celebrate is that you finished it. And then people tell me, oh, we read it and there, we feel like there's something there. So leading up to the pitch, it was literally me tapping into my network of people to see who could help. And then I thought, well, let me reach out to this person who I have a relationship with. They let me know about the exec that was over at uh, MGM and I did my pitch. And I was just really amazed at my calmness because in the in the, in the in my mind when the pitch was happening i'm thinking oh my gosh i've gotten to this point this is 
this is great. And I thought for a little bit that they would reject it. I mean, like like it was, but then there was some, some calls and things that happened later where it was like, oh, yeah, actually, we actually were interested. So I was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. Um, the one thing that I will say is at that age, now that pitch happened in like 2005. I was like 34, 35. I was, real, I was young. And, you know, the younger I, I was in creating, I was fearless. You add some, some rejections, your age, life experience on top of all of that, and then the fearlessness goes into fearful, and then you're like, I don't know if anybody's interested. When I workshopped it and finished it in 2009, approaching 40, I was thinking, how is it going to get filmed? Um, I started to ask all these questions, why? And being in and out of these um, clubhouse streets, uh, I, I attend a lot of rooms. A lot of people say, uh, especially experts that talk about, you know, you going after what you want and what you dream. Just don't worry about the why. Just push through and make it happen. Like this podcast came together and I thought about it in 2013 and the idea came back in 2014 and I knew at that point I wasn't committed to it because I was kind of all over the place with obsessingly trying to work, find a job that was going to pay me my worth. And unfortunately, as many of you will come to know or some of you that already know, a job will never pay you what you're worth. I don't care if it's six figures. It's still not enough. Putting a film together is project management. That's PMP, not pimp, but PMP. That's project management. <laughs> so that is something I'm looking forward to because we have been doing PMPs with this podcast, Michael, since we started. In yes, well, you got a song from 50? I don't know what you heard about me. What you heard about me, but you can't get a dollar out of me. Woo! <laughs> so all I know is, is that I want to PMP this project and get it done. So, and so I believe no, the right people will come into our, our existence to help it, help make it happen. What were you going to say, Michael? So your doubt came later. It did. So you, you were fearless and then you became doubtful. That's interesting. Because yeah. I would think that, I would think the opposite, that at first, you know, you, you go in, you know, there's a lot of, you know, apprehension, lack of understanding. And then as you begin to kind of understand it better, it's like, oh, that's how that works. It becomes demystified. And, and I hope that, you know, maybe, you know, not just for both of us, but for anybody else listening or watching this at some point, that they do become demystified, that it's not something where they go off into, you know, this area of La La Land and smoke filled rooms and people roll the dice and it's like, you know, uh, or pull a card and say, Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> uh, you know. <laughs> Jessica uh, or Jennifer, one of them. 
uh, we'll put them together and then there'll be a house and a car chase and an explosion movie. Yay. Wow. Right. That, that there's actually people who are the artists on, on many different levels. You know, the, pe the people that uh, write, they're the people that perform uh, mm -hmm. in front of the camera, behind the camera. There's costumes, there's uh, lighting, sound. Oh, wow. Just, there are all of these people, all of these crafts people who are devoted to creating this world so that we can better understand the actual world that we live in. And, and that's their job. And they take it quite seriously and enjoy it. Which is it good. Immensely. You know, that's good. Have that ability to have that as a quote unquote job. Um, and so, kind of getting back to, let's, let's go back to X. So, X will need to have a, uh, it's called pitch deck. Right? So, X will need to have this thing. And just to kind of demystify this for uh, anyone, uh, you know, taking in this information. A pitch deck is pretty much the thing that you had to do in school. So it's it's amazing to me in because school. now I know that I can always come back to any students that I have. And if I give them a PowerPoint presentation and they go uh, tell me, oh, well, you, well, you ever use this in real life? It's like, the heck you wouldn't. You know, this is how like multi-million dollar movies getting made uh so the pitch deck in essence is almost like this this powerpoint of precision that, that highlights the passion of the filmmaker right so that's what it is and it works on that same level it starts out as like a title card which gives you the name of the movie gives you the titled images or dominant image that you're going to see. So kids, I mean, you know, all of us, you can remember maybe in high school, maybe having to do some project with Romeo and Juliet, where you had to do a PowerPoint on that or Macbeth or whatever. And you had to kind of do a summary of it. So in a way, the, the pitch deck is that summary. Uh, it starts out with that title card, with an image, with the title, gives the relevant information there, uh, who it's coming from, phone numbers, logo, in this case would be Pure Lighthouse Media, right? So that would be on that first title page of that pitch deck, that logo would be there. So immediately you would know what this is. And if you're wondering like, well, where do you see these things? Uh, these are the images that you might see when you go to Netflix or you right. go to Hulu or you go to Amazon and you go to that page and you decide, do I want to watch this? You know, before it comes to life and gives you some video, some, you know, 30 to 45 second clip of it, it gives you this picture. And right. this, we are very visually oriented, right? We're looking at that thinking, I don't know if I want to watch that, or I don't really like the title, or I like that color that they use in that. Maybe maybe I will click onto this. 
So all of those elements are there in that title, that title slide, that title page for your, your deck. Then you have the genre and then the log line. So yeah, I was look I was just taking a look at that, and that is kind of the the crux of everything. You yeah, need to have it, that right? right. You need to have that thirty second pitch. And that 30-second pitch is in the log line of this pitch deck of well, you, you got to sure. have it. It's like, like 15 seconds. I mean, you're talking about uh, <laughs> like two two sentences. What What's the movie about? Give it to mm -hmm. me in two sentences. Um, you know, I think that many of us are equipped to do that now. I think we're able to do that. We see it done in humorous ways at times. We'll see people give kind of funny, what's a funny synopsis of this, you know, film, and they'll just kind of cut right to the chase of whatever it is. Uh, if you are the creator of a material, it may be harder for you to do that because you're very close to it, but it's still necessary. Like, what is this, you know? Um, again, with, you know, with Romeo and Juliet, but how would you do that in two sentences? Um, you know? two kids from different families marry against their parents' will, uh, doesn't end well, period. No. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't end well, I love it. <laughs> so, I mean, you just go right to it, like what happens? That's what happened. Think about it. We do this a lot, don't we? I mean, it, when you come to, you know, uh, movies, uh, even TV shows that you know, there's usually either we call it, sometimes we call it a catchphrase, but there's some kind of revelation or epiphany a character has where they say something and you kind of connect with that. You know, I was working with a student just a couple of days ago and we were going through a edit of a book to present as uh, in a competition. And in editing it, he put, one of these phrases in red in it and i'm like whoa can't do that one. i'm like i know for a fact <laughs> of judging these types of you know competitions that that's something that judges will will go to that they that was one of those kind of phrases um that people will latch on to and find great meaning in and so so i walked him back from um from cutting that one phrase out. And mm. um, and that phrase was? Was what? Truth is a hungry thing. And I knew when I read that, well, that's gotta say it. That's, this just has to say it. <laughs> because it, it, if someone ever sells this book, and does a treatment of it and turns it and does a, a you know adaptation from the novel it's a best-selling novel into a film they would use that you know, truth is a humble thing I'm like that's on the line that's a quote you know what i mean mm -hmm. it just when you hear it it just it, it stays with you you know it, it it's 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 just and there are lots of those mm -hmm. there are a lot of those that come up you know and that's what you want to have there. You want to know, like, what is it that's going to remain with a, uh, you know, viewer. So if I said to you, 
leave the gun, take the cannoli. You know, a lot of people would know that. They wouldn't know what that is. And in fact, there was a recent book that came out with that title. You know, really? Take the gun. Was that the title? Yeah, because they know <laughs> what it's from. <laughs> they know exactly what that's from. That so, quote. Yeah, that quote. Yeah. Mm. That's the Godfather or the I, I I thought about it. I thought about <laughs> it. A gun. That's yeah. The uh, so, yeah. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. So I mean, they're just like little Hey, hey, Val, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. I mean, the Godfather, Godfather one, two. I mean, a lot of people in politics and in leadership used that movie because of all of these kind of, all of this, uh, these quotes, these things that they could pull out of the the text of it or pull from characters that were memorable. So what, mm -hmm. when somebody watches what you're pitching, what will they come away with? What will they remember? Uh, one of the, the more interesting things that's happening nowadays with terms of people making pitches to big companies or even smaller finance operations is that uh, just like with books, where it never seems to be like a one-off in a book, the first book is usually the first of a trilogy or mm -hmm. you know, of a series or whatever, that a lot of people now are doing these with TV series instead of making a, you know, movie of 88 minutes or 124 minutes, they're saying, you know what, I got a whole series and my series has a season, uh, season one, season two, season three. You may see my character, this character start off like this in season one, but really like they're, they're in charge of that late in season two, maybe in season three. Oh, you got a story arc here. And that's what uh, also can fall into that pitch deck if you're bringing people in, and especially I'm told like if you're a newer person, someone less established, you don't have a lot of big names with you. Uh, if somebody's going to make an investment, show them, you know, what what they're investing in, how how you know the longevity of it, or how what the longevity could be. So you give that series arc, you know, that first season is about this. The second season goes into that. The third season goes into that. And if you're going to do that, then you want to give them information about how many episodes do you see this being? Um, what's your schedule? Uh, what's the budget? Oh, that's always important. How much money will this cost and to make? And that is the crux of everything. That is something that we shouldn't worry about. We literally should just know what the number is or put the uh, estimate in. But yeah, that is, don't let, don't let budget intimidate you. Yeah, definitely. No, especially if somebody else is gonna be paying out that money. So mm -hmm. don't let that bother you. And then you come into the outlets, which is how someone who's investing in this project will receive money back. Uh, so we're making this series, or we're making this film. It would be ideal for Amazon or Hulu's a wonderful uh, platform for this. Uh, possibly Roku. 
like well, where do you where do you see this going so you would give possible outlets for this material that you have you know put together and, and you, you got to kind of think about it for instance like if you were doing a, a sports documentary um on some local or national sports person then where are you looking at espn fsn spots sports one. maybe maybe i mean depending on what you have you there may be some natural limits to who would be interested in what you have so you know you kind of have to know well who's the audience for this and you want to tell the people that you're pitching your your story to who the audience is so that they know going in and in that way they'll be okay They'll be, uh, you know, they'll have less reservations about supporting you because they know that, oh, you've done this work already. You know that, you know, this would be good uh, with Paramount Plus or this would also could work with uh, Disney Plus, given some of the things that they're they're going into now or, or AMC Plus, you know. So you're, you're looking at where would this, who would pick this up and why? that's that's a really uh important thing and that's what you would have kind of with the series arc like what do you see as the future of this project that you're putting together we have to the people that create for either the feature film or for the series in this pitch deck they have to have a vision of what the direction they would like to put in this pitch deck and so we have a vision Michael, of what we would like to do with our Project X. It's going to be a feature film. I don't know if it, I don't think it's going to be a series. I, I think I, I'd, I'd like for it to stay in the feature film realm. I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. So, Michael, if people wanted to know more about the, a pitch deck and where they could possibly get an example of one or if they wanted to literally think about hey i'm gonna shoot this project no matter how big or small it is a, a series a short film which now some short films are uh 30 minutes or less a i don't know a series a series you just need to know how to put that together and do they do would they need powerpoint to put it together michael i, I don't think you necessarily need it um you could use that no the google docs uh what you don't want to do is this uh when valerie and i were first coming up i think uh there was a thing called the binder there were these binders these like trapper keeper oh things. my gosh and and <laughs> you could, like just have you know three hole puncher and you mm -hmm. put all your stuff in there and you would just have this like thick thing it was almost pac-man like uh, amalgamation of plastic and, and, and paper and, and, and what the protectors, right? You'd have to have all this stuff. All right. So that's gone. Mm -hmm. That, that, that went away with the phone book, mm -hmm. <laughs> the yellow phone book. All right. So now it is digital. It's something that you can present. If you do leave a copy of something, it's 10 pages at the most likely. 
and it is a printout of what we were talking about of, of a uh, of a pitch deck and um one of the guidelines that i think it will be helpful here is if you do a 10 page pitch deck you're writing it at at a fifth grade level you should think of it at a fourth to fifth grade level you want it don't to make it too hard I, i'm not putting like college level words in this not this is not your uh entree to get an article in the new yorker okay this is not like <laughs> for real okay what you're what you're presenting here is not going to go with a, a very pithy cartoon that may or may not be funny okay so this is to people that watch movies okay and there's a wide range of people that watch movies and they include fourth graders okay as well as people who are 104 and, and everybody in between all coming from different places so the main thing is to be understood so you want to have it at that base level that's why you have a quote that comes out of it then i can read all this stuff what what will they come away with what will you remember you'll remember that i'm gonna oh. remember it yeah so oh, i so. i think i think <laughs> I just I just know that I'm ready for this to happen. We we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna be PMPs when it comes to this. This is a part of the this is the start of the project. And come with us on this ride. Let us know what you think about out what we are starting and what we have started. And uh, Michael and I will be checking back in with the rest of you guys to let you know exactly where we are as far as Project X and our it's evolved. It's how evolved. it's evolved, how it's evolved, which is wonderful. And it's a vibe. And we're going to be confident and arrogant in the vibe, so don't kill it. Just don't kill it. 2022 is off to a great start with a pitch 2022, deck. I never thought we'd make it. We made it. We made it. We made it. Oh my gosh. Guys, thank you for joining us. Yeah. And, and I am I am I am not a cat. Just so you remember. That's also in 2021. I'm not a cat. No, I'm not thank a cat. Goodness. I don't <laughs> want you to be a cat, Michael. Not even a cat daddy. I don't want you to be none of that. <laughs> a zaddy. <laughs> cat daddy. Oh wow. And what and what's your name, Michael? Well, it is not Feline, and neither is your name. Your name is Valerie, the voice Johnson. And this has been Interludes. For more behind-the-scenes look at our podcasting fun and making the movie episodes, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music and movies and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in the chat on our Interludes YouTube channel. Interludes. 
Original concept by Valerie Johnson. Written by Michael Womble. Produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson. Original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure Lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by NBN's African American Historical News Journal, documenting 178 years of our country's historical newspaper articles. Give the gift of knowledge as the drive for five starts now. I got my five and I invite you to get your five. To purchase your five journals, please visit the website nbnconnect.com and type in interludes as the referral. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktr.ee forward slash Pure Light Media.